Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We're talking WandaVision today, specifically WandaVision Episode 7, Breaking the Fourth Wall. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. And uh, this week's sort of homage is uh, The Office. Modern, modern, modern Family. Modern Family. Yes. Yep. Office. Um, Arrested Development. Yep. Few of those, none of which I've seen. So, but I'm a, I like Modern Family. That's a funny show. Yeah, I've never seen any of them. Not a sitcom person, though. I think uh, Lieutenant Wu was in an episode of The Office. So, uh, Julia, you had said last week that you like breaking the fourth wall <laughs> and that's what's happening in this one we have uh, um, a good dose of it where a lot of different characters are talking to the camera sort of tell, telling them what what's going on Wanda's losing control of the um, of her environment a little bit a lot yeah yeah I mean it, I do like the fourth wall thing I find it I mean, it's totally a, a a way to move the plot forward without having to do scenes, you know. But um, I I I think it, I thought they used it well in this instance. Um, this is, you know, in this episode, uh, Monica is is trying to get back in to Westview, and um, Vision has formed an alliance with Darcy after he touches her head and makes her realize who she really is instead of the escape artist from the circus. Yep. That was funny. I loved her outfit in that. It was it was cute. Yeah, um I I um Again, I don't watch. I haven't watched any of those shows, but I'm very much aware of how that works. And I found it super. I found it fairly annoying by the end of the episode how the camera would kind of zoom in a little bit, like a, like push in just a little bit or zoom in um, to get that reaction when when someone says something and they sort of stop talking and then they it zooms in and. Um, uh, I, I think at the time that that stuff was popular, I think that that was kind of neat, but it, it annoyed me in this episode. I was like, oh, great. But I, I think it's the same as um, any of these eras where the studio audience might be annoying or the, 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 the sort of features of those eras um, uh, can, get, can get annoying, and that, that bothered me a little bit. But I liked it. When Vision's like, what the hell am I doing sitting here talking to you? Yeah. yeah. And he gets up and hits his head against the microphone. And um, and he's he's sort of doing that at the same time that he leaves the, the vehicle to go, you know, why is he sitting there with Darcy in a car when he can just fly to the center? Which was another funny moment where they're trying to get to the center and, you know, School crossing, construction, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, school buses. <laughs> uh, Which um, he says is Wanda keeping him from getting to the center. It, 
could have also been um, someone else. One. <laughs> yes. Yeah, else, but yeah. Um, Wanda's losing it. She's snapping at her children. Mentions that Pietro's not their uncle. There's definitely, um, and even Vision at one point goes, who is that, you know, because he doesn't recognize him. And it, but he has no memory of before, but for some reason he knows that that's not her brother. So that's interesting. Either he's starting to remember things or because he's asking he gets filled in a lot of information from Darcy uh, on what happened. Well, you died twice, Vision. <laughs> and Wanda had to watch it both times. So, But the thing that got me was that I think Darcy was saying how Tyler had Vision and was interested, or Hayward, whatever, was interested in, in Vision and was using him yeah. or parts of him. Well, he was going to—he was going to build gonna, a new weapon. Yeah, he was going to yeah. turn into a weapon. Cataract is the name of the uh, of that, and um, bringing Vision back online. Um, so, so yeah, we 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 solidify that he's the bad guy in this, and it looks like they're getting ready for something. Um, they're preparing some kind of attack or something. So that's in the works. And uh, meanwhile, Monica and Wu go to meet up with Major Goodner. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't know who that is. I guess everyone was sus suspecting that there could be. Um, that is the engineer she was talking about. And everyone is disappointed about that. Yeah, either that or there's still someone else in the works there. but. Yeah, so um, she gets a cool-looking sword vehicle that promptly doesn't work. <laughs> uh, tries to get in, and it, and it ends up be being rewritten. I, I don't know why they thought it would work, because everything that goes in there gets rewritten. And, and they thought maybe that it was the technology would work, but it didn't. Um, ultimately, what ends up happening is Monica runs in there herself, gets through, and becomes, gets superpowers. And we're sure of this because at one point, a couple of times, she has her super landing. Three the eyes landing. change, her eyes change color. Yeah. And so now she's, you know, probably Spectrum. There's a couple of superheroes she was in the comic book, but... Um, Looks like she's seen different colors and stuff. It could be Photon, it could be Spectrum. And she did what Deadpool loves, is that superhero landing. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the, the scene where she goes in through it is pretty cool. There's a lot of things going on. We see different versions of herself. Uh, we hear a lot of dialogue from Captain Marvel, Fury, Nick Fury, and... Um, um, Captain Marvel and um, the imagery reminded me of like 2001 Space Odyssey she's going through and her, her eye you know just kind of weird how that was about rebirth or something and this sort of is 
sort of the same type of thing. It was pretty cool. Um, and uh, so, yeah. Uh, when, um, when Agatha comes over to take the kids because Wanda is having an existential crisis, mm -hmm. um, and she brings the kids over to her house, which looks like a relatively normal house from the outside, you know. Yeah sort of cream colored with blue shutters and nice plants outside and and then you go inside and it looks completely different than you'd expect rather dark not menacing in any way but just uh darker than you would expect it to be yeah and then wanda comes over and uh and looks for her kids and when agnes says oh they're probably playing in the basement and she goes down there oh my god that was like <laughs> I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Um, yeah, that, was, then, that was really boom. good. And then boom. Yeah. So um, we find out that uh, Agnes is, she reveals herself finally that she's Ag Agatha Harkness, which a lot of people had guessed earlier. It was on. Agatha all along. Yeah, mm -hmm. with the uh, Munsters uh, sort of homage Basically, there with the yeah. music that was pretty cool and oh yeah and I killed was it I killed Sparky too you know she's a bad guy we had said that in a in a previous podcast that we thought she had killed the dog yes we did. So a lot of good reveals in this one uh, with that. Um, we had a moment where one of those moments where Wanda is being interviewed on set. The, the, someone talks back to her, which she's like, that's not supposed to happen. That was kind of funny. Um, we have a commercial with Nexus. The anti-depression drug. Yeah, these are getting pretty close to, you know, more obvious commercials. They're representing, you know, the world doesn't revolve around you, or does it? You know, and it's all about Wanda. Wasn't Nexus also like what the her powers are like? I did a little bit of research. She's considered to be a Nexus being or something, and yes. like... When things change, she doesn't. She's like anchored into reality or something. So, who is Wanda or Wanda, Agatha? Yeah. Okay. So that kind of makes sense. It's you know whatever they're doing to write this show, they put a lot of work into it. They they definitely reference a lot of things. They must have a team of writers who are just kind of geeking out about all this stuff. And every time they throw in. They th they're throwing in everything. I mean, it's this is made for fans because fans find things that even they probably don't even know. But you know, the cereal box has a maze on it, and it's like, okay, they're the the it starts with an elephant at the top, and that's the circus, and Vision's trying to make his way into the center, and so it's like kind of like a maze, and uh, you know, and then there's missing children on the, uh, on the milk, milk container. Yeah, I was trying to see who that was. Was that somebody, or was that just a picture? I don't know. Probably a production kid or something, you know, someone that works on the... I'll give it time. I'm sure by the end of this weekend, someone will say, that milk carton kid is the grandson of Dr. Doom in an alternate reality, and he's 
yeah. that means Doctor Doom is involved. <laughs> well, there, there's um, there's a wild rumor or wild Easter egg stretch that production photos from the next Spider-Man film have a picture oh. where you see a bunch of wanted or missing children signs on a billboard. And, huh. you know, is it possible that children's this. missing, that there's some sort of plan to kidnap the children? And they mentioned this in this episode, too, that, like, the children were crossing the road or something, and it's like, you know, where do they come from, you know? And right. I don't know. That might be a stretch. Oh, Spider-Man is just across the river from them. It appears to me, it feels to me that Agnes is these two kids were created, the, the twins, and now she's got them, like, um... I don't think those twins actually existed. I think Agnes made them up, or something. Do you think Agnes is the true no. bad guy, or do you think there's someone behind her? <clears throat> well, she's, it seems to be that she's the bad guy, but there could... And I guess in the comic book, she's not really bad, per se, um, she's sort of so, in the middle. Yeah, but don't forget, the cinematic universe takes the inspiration from the existing comics and puts their own spin on it. So she could be. Um, there still could be someone else pulling the strings. We still have a couple of um, players involved, including her husband, who we haven't seen yet. Um, I wonder if some of the people in the town are part of her Salem 7, but that yep. might be a strip. That might be a stretch. I don't know. I can well, definitely that, see Dottie being one of them. That first episode, or I think it was the first episode where they're, they're having the little meeting where we meet these characters, a lot of them in the in the town the town common or wherever that was that they were meeting outside. It, that could be that what you were talking about. I don't know. Women were there, but that could be the master group mm. behind all this. But certainly, Agnes is controlling people. They made an effort to show that her power brought the Petro back, whatever that is, whoever that is. Still something up with that at the... Um, we have our mid-credit scene at the end that shows Monica poking around, which, by the way, I guess that house is the set, the outside house set for the Bewitched location. Is it really? A bewitched house, I guess, that they used, which is probably uh, um, just a facade on on a, on the Universal Studio lot or something. I don't know. I didn't recognize it, but I think that's what someone said. And then Pedro shows up at the end, and you know, snoopers will snoop or whatever. And, and um, is he a bad guy or is he um, a good guy? We don't know yet. Or he's just under her control. Maybe yeah. we, we'll find out. Well, I think that Agatha, I mean, Agatha created him. Yeah, or brought she, her or, Because it just looked like she was controlling his mind, or his, or whatever in the picture. I mean, she could have created him, but... Yeah, or, or she brought him in from somewhere, like we were talking about multi, a multiverse or something. I don't know why she would do that, but obviously there's something... It's like, oops, I, I grabbed the wrong Petro. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Hmm. Um, yeah, so definitely progressing along in this story. Um, at one point, Wanda and Monica um, 
meet up with each other. It looks like there could be a, a throwdown battle there going. And, um, but Monica tries to talk her out of it and seems to be getting to her until, obviously, Agnes comes in and, and interrupts before we find out that Agnes is the potentially the bad guy in all this. Um, the most disturbing thing in the whole episode was hey, the, uh, the <laughs> what the kids were, were watching, and when Wanda looked at the TV, it was Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, uh-huh. God, yeah, I recognized that joke. Uh, it was like that Nickelodeon show. I was just like, oh, my God. Uh, that was the scariest part of the whole show. And it was <laughs> my, my wife. I know there's other people in our podcast that, that do things while they're watching TV. My wife uh, plays video games while she's watching TV, which I can't stand. It's like, pay attention to the show. And so that scene comes on, and it leaves the screen. I look over, and she's looking down at her phone, and I'm like, you missed it. And so I had to rewind and go back and show her the scene, and she's like, oh, God. you know. So, um, God, I hated that show. Oh, my God, I hated that show so much. I like, did, too. I loved it. I think when I first saw it, I kind of liked it, but after, you know, you know how it is, they just don't, they never stop watching it, and then it's like, oh, God. Yeah. And I know that if I showed Melanie and said, hey, look, you know, Yo Gabba Gabba made an appearance in this show, she would go back and try to find those episodes and watch them again and again, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, the ratio of the screen, the, the widescreen to the... Um, full screen type thing is still happening. Every time we're in reality, it sort of goes to a wider um, screen and you can see it, it actually, um, you can s- see it kind of shrink down, especially when Vision wakes up in the inside again after he had been thrown back into the, uh, we see it kind of shrink down if you watch. And then when they were in the non-reality, it sort of fills the whole screen and then it gets more wide, you know, the pillar box on the top and bottom when we are um, in reality and when we walk into the cave at the end there or the um, dungeon underneath uh, Agnes's house, it does it again. There's um, a lot of hexagonal shapes going on. The, the field is hexagonal. There's the sheets had hexagonal designs. The A lot of, there's like, they've been throwing the hexagon I don't know if we mentioned it before, but it's just been constant. Yeah, it was it was in a few episodes back. the The carpet in Hayward's office and the way his um, photos were arranged on his wall and yeah, it's yeah. everywhere. Um, there's a book in the um, Agnes's dungeon there at the at the end. Get a good look at the book. I don't know what that book is. I guess some people are. are thinking it might be the, um, what's the name of that book? One rumor is that that's the book that, that was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, it could be one. I think it's one of those Doctor Strange books. Like, Doctor Strange has the book of yeah. Amagato or whatever it is, and this is one of those. Yeah, I one guess of one, of the web, one of the videos I saw, they showed a clip from, Doctor Strange, and you look up on the wall, and there's a bunch of books there, and there's one missing spot. <laughs> so they said maybe that's the book. So yeah, could it could be. be one of those, yeah, I don't think it surprised too many people. 
but maybe it surprised the general audience that didn't know necessarily anything about Ag Agatha Harkness, but obviously anyone's a suspect at this point because they're all acting creepy and everything, and obviously it all makes sense that it was her, so that was a good reveal. We had her peg like almost from the beginning. So I think it's too obvious. She can't be the main villain. Marvel does wouldn't make it that obvious. If, yeah, unless they mean, did, and they're throwing, and they're doing. It's like, let's make it obvious to throw all the comic book fans off, off, and make them look silly. Which, look, if they do, you know, well done. But I'm still thinking there's got to be someone else pulling strings. Yeah, they could. I mean, when you're writing for a show like this. Or, or like the movie series, you gotta, you can't take a story necessarily. You could, I mean, they do it all the time. I mean, they adapt a story. If you read a book or read a comic book and they adapt the story, like Watchmen or, or whatever, a full, complete storyline, not not an ongoing comic book series. If you do it word to word, then when you put it up on screen, people who haven't read the comic book, which is the majority of them, obviously, is are gonna like, oh wow, it's great. But you're going to get the comic book people to watch it and go whether or not it's good or not. And if there's no surprises, if there's nothing changed, you might get this like, wow, they did a really good job adapting. And, and then you get the two types of fans. You get the ones that are like, well, I wish it was a little bit different. And if they change it, then you get, oh, boy, they changed it. It's different in the comic book. And you can't please every fan. I mean, fans are always going to complain. Well, I was actually pleasantly surprised that they revealed her in episode seven yeah because i was i was saying oh they'll reveal it later this is, and i'm like oh they're gonna do it now i was like "Ooh, okay well and that feeds into the idea that there's someone else involved because now what they don't have any other big reveals usually the bad guys revealed well i mean i guess they don't have to reveal anyone else but they're certainly at this point they could go with those two we have two bad guys sort of we have the the guy outside and the and and um, agatha harkness hayward hayward and, hayward and harkness i still am laughing at some of the stuff i'm reading online hayward is actually ultron because in this comic cartoon that they did based on this comic strip that ultron was in this guy is just a human and i was just like that just it like made my brain hurt reading it. I was like, really? It, it, you're you're going to a cartoon now to try to to well, figure it out. Yeah, but that's it, what it that's could what be happens. In these, that's but. what fans do. They 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 want to come up with something that no one else has come up with, and so these things, um, you know. Well, I mean. These things come out and, and these Easter eggs and they try to, you know, oh, geez, the uh, lamp that was in the living room was a lamp that they used in um, Civil War or whatever. You know, you come up with, you stretch and then yeah. if it comes, but the thing is, most of that stuff is never going to be solidified. You're never going to find out if the lamp was in Civil War or, I mean, I made that up. That, that's not one of them, but you guys could look it up. Maybe there is something to that, but... <laughs> But I mean, there might not be any connection. No, the uh, one of my favorite characters makes a reappearance in this episode. The stork that uh, he appeared there. Yes, the stork was there. <laughs> um, I mean, if Hayward becomes Ultron or something like that, that would no, actually be pretty, 
it'd be stupid, but I'm like, well, that's actually pretty cool because Ultron was made off adamantium, whatever this like vision is. So, no, that just, doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Mephisto um, makes more sense than Ultron. <laughs> I mean, he's going after Vision. Agnes is going after. I, I think you say the kids are made up, but this is Disney Plus, so I I can't imagine at the end they're gonna kids are gonna wither away and just disintegrate, and she's not gonna have kids at the end of the episode. I just don't think that's gonna happen, and I would be surprised if Vision just falls dead at the end of this series and Wanda walks away alone. Unless that's too negative. There is no ending. We have to wait till next year's Doctor Strange movie. Oh, I hope not. That would suck. We'd have to wait a whole year and a half for that. Yeah. If they, and that's very possible. They're they're definitely connecting things up fairly close. This is a direct sequel to Endgame. I mean, they they even said it in this episode. Vision says this is you know she lost Vision just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Because um, she saw him die. In the Infinity War. Infinity War, and then blinked out of existence, came back, yeah, was, yep. did a battle, talked to a couple of people, started dealing with her uh, grief, and then found out, out of... they, were, they found out their vision was being experimented on and went into actions. The problem with doing a connection like that is if they connected too much, and that if we watch the Doctor Strange movie, and these kids are in it, and Wanda shows up, and um, they're making reference to the series, then anyone who didn't watch the series, and shame on them, is going to be lost. They can't, it can't be a, a direct sequel, per se. Well, she is in the movie. Yeah, but it can't be a direct sequel. It, it could be, but then they're, you're leaving out we're assuming that this is going to the movies are going to get released in the theater and people are going to be in the theater by then. We don't know. By next year? Yeah, should be. We hope. So how many people in the theater will have seen WandaVision? It's not going to be everyone. 3 quarters of them. You think so? Yeah. You get a lot of people. Well, I mean, when I go, you see a lot of people that are um well, anyways, it's it just um Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Uh, not everyone has Disney Plus. People refuse. I know a lot of people who who don't have Disney Plus. So, so if you, if you connect it too much, you lose your cinema audience, and the audience would be not lost. really. They could do the explanation and not have it really be a direct link to the show, or it might be like, damn, I should get Disney Plus and start watching this stuff. So I know, you know, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So yeah, it, they could connect it, but I, I. But that's what comic books do. That one of the reasons I never got into comic books because I didn't I didn't have enough money to buy all of them. But if you were to, I'm a completist. So if you buy a comic book, and I bought, I started buying classic X Men when that came out because that was repeating the new X Men. I think, or. Mm-hmm. Whatever the old, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and I would pick up an issue, and the first issue I'd pick up, it would say, "Oh, such and such happened." See issues fifteen of Wolverine, or you know, 
issue 250 of Hulk, issue seven. I'm like, wait a minute. Now I got to go back and buy those issues to see what's going. And it's frustrating because it's all connected together. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll connect it that hard. I, I think there'll be, there's, there's obviously going to be references to it. Well, look at this series. Did, did, do you have to see Age of Ultron and uh, the um, Infinity War Endgame? No. To understand what's going on in this series. Not really. Because they kind of explained it when Monica returned. And Darcy said, well, you know, there was that five-year gap. And so it was kind of explained. And they did explain, well, Vision, you died. She destroyed you. And then Thanos came and went back in time. And then, then he killed you. So they did explain what happened in Endgame. So you don't have to go and see it. Now, Julia, have you had you seen Endgame and Infinity War? Oh yeah, yep. Uh, yeah, but, but you know, like I've watched them each once. Yeah. I I don't know them inside and out. I couldn't probably at this point tell you what happened in which movie, except for you know Endgame because that was the one that I saw most recently. But yeah, I don't think yeah I had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day, and you know he was wondering because he's a big fan of all the Marvel Universe stuff and does the comic book thing. And he was wondering, you know, do you have to know all these things to get to appreciate this show? And I, I said, no, absolutely not, because I don't, you know. And I can still appreciate the show. And I think they do a good job of explaining things without making it seem like they're explaining things. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good. And again, I don't... It would be curious to hear from people on whether or not that's the case. And I think it, it's for me, I don't know about other people, but if I, I, like I said, I tend to be a completist. So if I'm going to sit down and watch WandaVision, and this goes back to what we were saying earlier about the connection. If I haven't seen, if I don't know who Wanda is, Let's say I've only watched, oh, I like Iron Man and Spider-Man and I haven't watched anything else. Then you're, I don't think you're lost, but you're, 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 you're being introduced to two characters, Wanda and Vision, that you may not even know anything about. And that's a minimum people. I don't think there's too many people that would sit down and just say, well, let's watch this. But maybe. And well, yeah, I mean, I think you do need to have some interest in the, in the, the movies. movies, you know, and you know, God, everybody has watched. <laughs> Those yeah. were really popular films. And I think anybody who's going to sit down and watch WandaVision has at least seen a few of them. Yeah. I haven't seen all of the MCU movies. You know, yeah. I didn't see the Thor movies. I didn't see the Hulk movies. I haven't seen the newer Spider-Man. I mean, I think the last Spider-Man movie I watched was the one with, who was it, Tobey Maguire? Ugh. <laughs> Maybe. Well, and that was my reaction, and I was like, I don't need to see any more of these. So I would make a suggestion to you. First off, you, you now are have been introduced to Darcy Lewis. Mm. She's a character in the Thor movies, or two of them anyways. I would... I've heard that I should watch that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the first person to tell me that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, we're not saying go, go watch them now, but, you know... It, now that you've seen some of that, you you might say, oh, well, I like that character. If you do, I don't know if you do or not. But um, Oh, no, I do. I think she's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, that's what my friend was saying, too, that the Thor movies. He said the, the third one is the best one. 
um, but they're yeah, all good. worth watching. Yeah. The third one's really, really good, but uh, she's not in that one. But well, that's a bummer. Yeah. No, but it's pretty. It's pretty funny. It's a funny one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, I find Thor to be one of the funniest characters. So, yeah, um, yeah I wouldn't. I, I probably will watch them. Yeah. I'm if just you had, to, if you had to skip one, skip the second one. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. With, with Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, oh, so yeah, I, I, I was I, complaining about that movie too, about he didn't like how he was treated on that set either. Yeah, yeah, he, I guess starting to think it's him, not. Yeah. <laughs> do you see the Do you see the common thread, Christopher? You're in everything you're in. You, you, it was a miserable. Maybe it's miserable experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it might just be you. It was Christopher all along. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just think there's a danger of if you if you connect it too much to where if something happens in the in the next Doctor Strange movie that makes no sense, then because you didn't watch WandaVision, the way I am is if I was watching, let's say I, I hadn't watched Endgame, for example, which was ridiculous, let's say I hadn't, and I started watching WandaVision, I would have stopped at one point and said, forget it. I got to go back and watch that now because I can't go any further because they're making references to something. You can get through it, but I think it's a better experience overall if you kind of like, ah, I know what they're talking about, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and you get more out of it because you, you have that whole experience as opposed to just someone telling you, oh, Vision died. Well, mm -hmm. I didn't know that, so because I didn't watch those movies, but now I know that. Or as opposed to like, oh, geez, I remember that. That was that was depressing and heartbreaking or whatever, and that was a depressing or heartbreaking scene because Wanda had to do it, you know. So, right. Just Darcy telling us what happened is sort of like, oh, okay. They're giving us the, the details, but it's nothing's better than experiencing it to a degree. And you would think people who would be interested in watching WandaVision would have already seen the Avenger movies. Because it just yeah. doesn't seem like a show like, yeah, I want to watch something new. I'm going to watch this. And some people don't care about any of that stuff. They just go in and they try to enjoy it as it is. And, you know, anything else about this episode? No. No, I can't wait for next week's, so. though. Yeah. Is it going to be an hour? I mean, they they said the I, last I, three were, uh, yeah, they said the last three was supposed to be an hour, but this one was only thirty eight minutes, and I was well, just like, someone um, just trolling or something, or did someone they leak something out and they get it wrong? Or I'm watching it, and I said, how much more does this have to go? And I looked at it, and I said, there's still ten minutes left. So then I said, okay, I'll, I sit back and watch more up, and I noticed it wasn't an hour. And then I, I started, I sat down, and within a couple of minutes, the credits started coming up. And I'm like, what is it, like seven minutes of credits or something? And, and it is a that. huge amount of credits, yeah. Yeah, they got the credits for Asia. They got the for credits for, you know, for uh, Spanish-speaking, French-speaking, German-speaking. They got, like, all the languages covered. They, they were smart to put the uh, mid-credit scene in the middle, because if they put it at the end, there would be a lot more people who wouldn't have I mean who watches the whole thing to the end do you guys watch all of the credits no. oh god no okay I mean and I wouldn't I mean I wouldn't have watched the credits if somebody hadn't said 
there's a scene in the middle of the credits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>